Right, the, bo- the bobbles are being a bit busy over Christmas, I think everyone has been. We've all been on the aisle since we've got our uh, Carlo Ancelotti, haven't we, really? Um, <laughs> on the red line. On the red line, yeah. Okay. On, the, on the shanty. Uh, well, uh, we, we just thought we'd do a bit of a mop-up, really, of what's gone on over the last couple of weeks. Um, so, it's, uh, it's which, yeah? Lee Mitch. Yeah. Big Mitch. And Water. And it's Water, yeah. Yeah, he's the only one. He's, uh, he, and he's not turned up. Water off. He's not turning. <laughs> he's been called uh, Jesus many a time in, in his history, but he's not turning water into wine tonight. We've got, we've got plenty of wine. He's not touching it. I want to remember this one. That's why. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're going we're to start um, from scratch, really. Uh, what will probably best do, and obviously we'll go into Carlo Ancelotti, but we'll probably just start by talking about the games we've missed, really. So uh, Burnley and Newcastle. Uh, where do we start with them, really, Burnley? Good performance, wasn't it? Though? It was actually, yeah, it was a good day as well, wasn't it? That yeah. Was, um, yeah, very good, very good. Um, difficult game, boxing day against Burnley, you know what I mean? Not the easiest, easiest of games, you know what I mean? Terrible conditions, but good performance, very good performance in the first Maybe, game, do you know what I mean? Physically a big team, and he has the strengths. Yeah. And um, I think we have bullied the bullies, to be honest, or out-fought them yeah. first time in a long time. That we turned up and, and met fire with fire. And that lad up front was is massive, isn't he? He's a great yeah. lad. Yeah. He's got eight goals this season, probably. He's good for the cumbersome player. But uh, I thought he, he was bossed by our back four. You know, and uh, one nil flattered them, really, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, well, I don't think they had an attempt on target, did they? No. It shows no. you how well Everton was set up. Well, if, if you think, what you say about set up there, um, obviously, I think a few of us were surprised when we seen the line-up. Um, Obviously, for, for anyone listening that, that would have seen Napoli, um, Ancelotti from quite an early time, this career has always tried to play 4 4 2, really. Um, and uh, he played like the, the, the double full back, which was like Moyes' mm-hmm. old trick, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like you're saying, Alan, there you said about uh, we fought fire with fire. Do you think that was part of it? Yeah, I mean, again, because the game's that long ago now, was it a week? I can't, I can't remember. I don't want to be honest with you. He was playing like midfield. That was the game, wasn't it? Yeah. Was uh, about eight bottles of red wine since then. Eight, I'll be honest with you, yeah, you know how much I like to TV from day one when I've seen him, but I think he's more effective as a right back. But I understand why he's tried it, and it worked. Yeah. You know, it worked. We won the game. He's he got another assist. Game. He's got another assist, and I just. Um, it was at the end of work, bottom line, didn't it? We were the better team. Mm. Are, you fu- are we all fucking made up to be back to 4 4 2? It's nice to see two up front. Uh, how long have we cried out for it? Yeah. Hey. And even you know, going on, go on to the, the, the next game, uh, the Newcastle game, the amount of headers DCL won and Keane got on the end of them. Mm. And okay, they, they, were, they weren't great shots by Keane, but at least they hit the target, and at least this is the start of a partnership. Yeah, it's the, it's the first game we started off yeah. together, isn't it? A, a 19-year-old and a 22-year-old as well. Yeah. You know, that's, that's some partnership in the Premier League, isn't it? You know, mm. you know, GCL's been outstanding, hasn't he? You know, we, we backed him from day one. Yeah. Didn't we? Yeah. Other people weren't too keen on him. Uh, have now been uh, converted. <laughs> right. Hint, hint, Alan Marshall. I hope DCM's listening to us talk about DCM. <laughs> right. Uh, and he's getting the goals... His effort that he's put in was deserved. The reason he wasn't getting the goals it was obvious to us, um, and obviously to Ancelotti and Ferguson, but uh, uh, the other man, Silva, playing up front of his own. Yeah. So we expect him to win the header and then get 
when the the chase for the run onto it and then score. Score. <laughs> there's some stats here on the back of what you're saying there um and i was reading it, uh, an article from um, toffee analysis which uh, michael green uh, we were talking to him earlier on on twitter um it wrote um and just to back up some of the stats and i'll just go through these and we can kind of like pick the bones of them was firstly the Burnley game, we had 67% possession. You know, that wasn't come as no surprise for anyone that watched the game, relatively in control. 521 passes we had. Uh, Newcastle away, even though away from home, we had 58% possession. So we did control the possession there. We had 434 passes. But interestingly, where this comes into what you're saying, only 64 of the 955 passes that we had over them two games were long balls. Um, so... Obviously, the ball was going into Dominic Calvert-Lewin, but more often than not, it was going into his feet and he mm. wasn't chasing long humps up the field, which he's, he's almost become accustomed to, hasn't he, by playing up front. Now, if you look at his actual return as part of that, Dominic Calvert-Lewin created more chances and completed more passes in the final third than any Premier League game that he's played in so far in his career. And then, likewise, Dominic Calvert-Lewin averaged a goal, is now averaging a goal, um, Every uh, 148 minutes, minutes of the season, which is more than Harry Kane, Firmino, Salah, Jesus and Rashford. So, you oh, know, and yeah. that's taken into account what happened before Ancelotti came in as part of them. So that's so automatically, yeah. Yeah. when he's got a partner, it's been that much of an upturn. It's it's balanced them ahead of some of them, you know, really good strikers. So, you know, is this what you're saying? Is she saying, you know, the stats back up what you're saying, doesn't it? You know, the two up top, giving them support, it works. Definitely, you know, we're not saying play it in every game because obviously there's better teams in the um, the Premiership than, than you know Burnley and that. But when we're playing teams like Sheffield United and Norwich at home with one man up front, you know you've got to be going for them teams, haven't you? And the good thing about it, this looks like Ancelotti does, doesn't he? he? He looks at the opponents and picks the teams that play the team he's playing, and not yeah. just to stick to one system. Or static. Yeah, because you play one system, everyone sussed you out. Yeah. I think as well is it is in game management. Exactly, yeah. You know, um just a little sub there bringing Delph on. Yeah. When Newcastle were on Cracking, top. Yeah. Um just Cracking getting change. him in there, uh, getting meaner on towards the end. And, and then I thought, Carol. I thought I don't know if you thought this, but I thought Delph was, was gonna go out on, on the left. But he actually moved Delph inside and left Davies on the left. He was on a yellow, so you is, know, is this the Daily game? The net Newcastle. The Newcastle game, yeah. 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 Um, so he that's from out of it, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, and also, he probably uh, he's a better leader again, in all honesty, than Davis. Davis got more energy down the flanks, hasn't he? Because he, brought, he brought Davis on down the left in the Burnley game, didn't he? Yeah. 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 So he does, it does, for him, it, it appears as though he, you know, he's looking, he's not saying, well, I think he made a comment, he was asked uh, if he sees Richardson as a striker or a left winger, mm. and he said, well, in modern football, we can't pigeonhole any player. Yeah. You know, he said, it's a, he, it's gone with the days that a right-back's a right-back. You know, or a forward's a forward. He said he can use but players all going, over the But that's what I'm going back to, the, the in-game management, whereas when Silva was in charge, you, you, you knew what was happening. It was like for like, wasn't it? He wouldn't yeah. change, you know, he just like for like, wasn't it? You yeah. could predict it yourself. Um, you knew what he was going to do, yeah. yeah. But with Ancelotti, you know, a few of the, well, the substitutions, which were good tactical substitutions, and, Changed the shape and as you say, the last uh, ten minutes we played it in their corner flag, didn't we? Yeah. Um, we didn't really see them coming, so that shows that although we're watching them week in week out, it's the first time we've been pleasantly surprised with the substitutes. Yeah, yeah. And there's a couple of players I'd say that have um, 
play started well under the uh, Ancelotti era and I'd say Mason Holgate. Yeah, in fairness. In fairness to him and Gilfie Sigurdsson playing deeper, which is we've said another thing we we bangs on for about two, 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 two months, haven't we? Um, so like I think them two need a special mention as well because I think they've done great the last two games. The, Sigurd, the goal, uh, it was the, the Burnley goal, diving out of the way. Sigurdsson won the ball for it, yeah. He's tackling the midfield, but to deviate away, didn't he? Yeah. And that's because he's coming deeper onto the ball, I thought. And like I said to you the other day, which it's like, remember Skulls and Rooney dropped deeper as they got older. Yeah. He's not as quick, he's not as sharp. Yeah. And I think now Sigurdsson playing deeper. Well, you know, because he was starting to get a bit of bit of stick with him. The whole game, as you say, I think he's done well when he's been pushed into the uh, midfield. Yeah. I still, we still desperately need two more centre-halves at least, don't we? I think McKee needs moving on, doesn't he? Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, I think... Yeah. This is why Ashley Williams went off. Yeah. <laughs> you started that. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I was saying to Mitch before, you know, um, every you know, I I actually like mentioned this one, but Baines actually finished his career with more assists than goals. Unbelievable, that, isn't it? Um, and I think Trent Alexander's getting, dare I say, getting close to him. But sometimes goals get this kind of, um, you know, goals is an excellent player. I'm not trying to say he wasn't for, for one stretch of the imagination, but sometimes we use that to beat Gilfie Sigurdsson with. It's mm. like a stick we beat him with, like how many assists he got. Mm. But, you know, if you look at Skulls' assist, he offered a lot more on the field than just making assists. You know, he, so what I'm saying that sometimes people say, well, um, we're criticising Gilfie and I, I'm included in them as well. But since Gilfie's been moved back into the six, it seems to have took a bit of pressure off his shoulders. And the Icelandic statistic, uh, statistician who, who people sometimes... The Icelandic taxi driver, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> There's one on Twitter, and uh, he, he defends Gilfie with, with, with his heart and soul. And, you know, and he put up a stat about defensive uh, contributions since he's moved back, because people were saying, well, how many chances has he created? And he said, well, he's moved back. But what he's actually done is outdone most of the defensive players in the whole team since he's moved back. So you can't then use the assists against them and the key chances if you're moving them back and expecting them to do it. It's all like, you know, coming up with like saying this and that, you know, isn't it? Next... When you're at the match and, and yeah. you're watching it, you can see the players yeah. who work hard, you can see the players who are tracking back and to be fair to him, he does work hard. I think, Awobi, I think Awobi would fit under that though as well, doesn't he? I think Awobi works smart mm. and presses He does a lot team. of pressing and closing down. And I know he's, you know, he's, I'm not saying he's been great because a lot of people have jumped on me for this, but, you know... The, well, football's, not, football's not that simple to say how many assists, how many goals. You know, there's more to it. Like you're saying, Mitch, you, you get a flavour for, you know, what's yeah. all that. Well, players that we haven't been allowed to set last year because he's been playing in four or five different positions. And he's under a shame manager. Under the poor man's, yeah. Just a, a quick one on um, on Sigurdsson too, while he's had more of an influence. I think it's the two up front yeah. because he maybe isn't panicking, getting caught in two minds, getting up to support or sitting back. Mm. You know, you've got four in the middle, so you, you, know, you know your role more than when you've got three lads in a five-man type of middle, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. So that might be helping. But the player I want to mention, old Baines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it was yeah. a Leicester game. Yeah. We had that many games mixed up. We came into the Leicester game, wasn't it? Yeah. Right, and then he was rested for the next game, yeah. which was yeah. at Arsenal. Yeah. Which, at the time of the game, we, we weren't happy about. So we are talking amongst ourselves, well, but then we could understand... The yeah. logic behind it, because yeah. games are coming quick and fast. But I think Digny hasn't been, because he's been carrying as me, Digny, as, as injury. Mm. And I don't think his uh, distribution has been as good as it's been. You know, we, we love him and everything. Yeah. So to have a replacement like Baines needs to come in. 
God sends. I mean, I feel like just to yeah. slap back in there. Class act. Class act. We, we were talking on the Bobbles group about this the other day. I put a bit of a voice note um, on there talking about it. And I, I got told this a, a, a long time ago, but apparently, um, this is going back some years now, but it, the, I was told that you wouldn't know whether it was pre season or, or in season because the, the season would stop. Finch Farm car park would be empty and there'd be two cars in there. And them cars would belong to Leighton Baines and Phil Jagielka. Yeah. Mm. And they'd be straight back in to the pre-season, full pre-season, yeah. like keeping themselves in condition. Yeah. And I think there's no, there's, there's no like, uh, you know, it, it's obvious now looking at him, <laughs> the, con- you know, the contribution he's come at 35 years of age in the Premier League. You don't, you don't get legs like that, by just... Well, you yeah. know, legs like it's not talent alone, is it? It's, 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 you know. it's still one of his ten stone weights in his legs, isn't it? Yeah. You say. But as you say, also before with, with the option of um, Sadivia and Coleman, surely that's an option down the other side with the Baines and Yeah, you know that's something we mentioned actually, isn't it? Yeah, it's so you know he's like a new sign. Mm-hmm. But even the Newcastle game, I mean. It goes without saying the Leicester game, fucking hell, you know, that, that fucking shot he, he played. Mm. I think, the, the, you know, I think we've got a black eye and elbows about five times after he scored that goal. There was limbs everywhere, wasn't it? Yeah. My throat's never been the same since that match. <laughs> 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 um, but, you know, um, the Newcastle game, at the, you know, the weekends, he, he, he won the, the first goal. He won the free kick on the edge of the yeah. of Newcastle's box. Do you know what I mean? The first yeah. five years. Steve Bruce sharp. bleating about the goal right about it was never a, a free kick there's conspiracies this and that after they actually cleared it never mentioned nothing about the free kick that Walcott didn't commit for their equaliser yeah mm. like Paul's decision that but Walcott didn't do anything there you know I, I think the, you know you mentioned Walcott actually it, it's made me think about that and then I think with Walcott we made five changes for that game so I think that's quick, quick, easy to forget as well. You know, mm. he hasn't played the strongest eleven in both games. What he's done, like you said, he's you know he's played a, a team to win the game. He's come one eleven, and then he's and he's almost changed the whole side, the whole outfield. And that was only Newcastle's second defeat at home, wasn't it this season? Yeah, Arsenal was the only other yeah. team. So that you know, it's not an easy place to go on with. Mm. So I think it, it's fair to say... Um, oh, he's having yeah, an effect, isn't he? Away. We'll move on to Angelotti about you know how happy we are. And uh, I just want to mention this. This was the article was called Carlo's Shape Shifting Blues. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think I think we were discussing with me how um, the first game, it was clear the whole gate was almost moving into a left-back position. Tignier was pushed almost as a left-winger. And Bernard was coming inside. Mm. And I think they'd done the same at the weekends where Holgate was right onto the left. Um, Baines was pushed right up and Richardson was coming up, you know, and they were overloading teams, getting players in these positions. And then obviously when we're off the ball, they're going back into the 4-4-2. But just because it's a 4-4-2 with Ancelotti doesn't mean it's a 4-4-2. And we've seen a bit of that under Ferguson. He's quite fluid the way he plays mm. formations. And I think... That was Silva's biggest problem, that he just didn't change from... He's a poor manager. You know, there's no one, not anyone can say and convince me. No one even coming for him now. No. You know, there's West Ham, we just got David Moyes again. Yeah. Didn't want Silva. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, point, yeah. It's absolutely... It was a... I don't want to speak about him, he's a nice man. You live and learn, don't you? He said at the time, 
in my opinion, it's the worst ever appointments. Well, thankfully, we've got, <laughs> got it, Ancelotti. And, and you know, you say the worst ever appointments. You you know, this is. We'll ask you this one, Al, because you know she being an Everton fan for longer than me being alive. But do you think Ancelotti's the biggest profile appointment that we've ever made as a club? I think yeah, definitely because you know obviously all the things he's won. You know, is he the most successful Premiership manager? I think he is. Any yeah. trophies. And also, you know, when we were debating it, when we slid silver, he wasn't even on our radar because he was still at Napoli, wasn't he? Getting entries to the last 16 of the year, the Champions League. Yeah. Uh, or the European Cup, as we should call it, shouldn't we? Um, and, yeah, I think it's it's given everybody a boost. And it's, you believe now that going to Newcastle, we were going to win. When we seen our fixes, we fancied we were going to win there, didn't we? We fancied we were going to be Burnley. And now we got a okay. Even going to the city, you go with a bit more confidence because they're hot and cold, aren't they? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, as per usual, Aguero's fit to play us. He's been out hasn't he, for about three months or however long. And he gets off the score sheet as well. So you know, but there's no need to go there. Fear them because you know we've got just as good a manager what they've got. Well, that's it. And the thing with Ancelotti, never gets carried away when we score. I never flash when we concede. No, I mean, it's that calmness, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. He's a presence. Yeah. He's a presence. And that was the thing against Bailey. Uh, our team had a physical presence already. You had a presence now in the um, in, in the in the box on the line. Oh, Big Duncan was was one as well. But Ancelotti, he just looks uh, cool, doesn't he? Mm. He's astute. Yeah. And uh, two more games after that, isn't it? It's Brighton. Brighton at home. Newcastle again. Yeah. So then... You're looking really with tense now. And we should apart apart from VAR, it will get we'll get on to that. that yeah, but apart yeah. uh, but apart from VAR and I the think year, isn't it, this season VAR? Yeah. I, I, I think the silver caved um in you know in, in the way you approach Brighton game, but we should have beat Brighton away. Do you know what I mean? We're in a position yeah. to win the game after sixty minutes. Um yeah. so you expect us to win that on our own, wouldn't you? Definitely. Expect um, now. Hopefully, he'll sign a few players, uh, as you say, we need two centre-halves. I agree, I'd stick with the three young lads up front and give them a good time with, play two of them at the time. Yeah. Uh, Charleston, we've not mentioned, who's been outstanding again this season. And, you know, you've got lads coming back from injury, hopefully, you know, in the middle of the field. And all of a sudden, we're happy with, with, with 10th, aren't we? We'll be six points off. Five or fifth, aren't we? I think five or six. Yeah, so, yeah. So I think I wrote this down here. I think now it, it works out as that we are. Oh. I'll miss. I'll be it. We're about. We're about. We're, I, I think, think we're about six points off off, off fifth, position, which is United, isn't it? I think in there. But we, we even when silver, when we had confidence that when we had the the games that were so called hard like Chelsea, Arsenal at home. There we go. Six, six points off United in fifth. Well, look, look where six points has shifted us from to yeah. where we are now. Yeah. So, you know, you've got you know, to... That, that, that's how t- tight it is. Um, but uh, Steamo wants this mentioned, so a special mention, obviously, for um, Steamo Honey. But I think that since Carlo Ancelotti's coming in, um, <clears> Steve's looking to, to, to remodel his image. Um, <laughs> and he wanted to know about uh, Carlo Ancelotti's overcoat. <laughs> 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 
So I think he's, <laughs> he's looking to make himself um, uh, Carlo. That's, just why, that's why there's Christmas porch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't afford them then, Colt, anyway. <laughs> I, I had a little mooch just, just, just to satisfy. Obviously, he's got this kind of signature card that he wears, hasn't he? And the, on the, you know, the overcoat, he just like you said, he looks as cool bastard, doesn't he? Yeah. Strolling up like the like the Don, Don Carlo, you know. He's, he's, so, he's like selling the Sopranos. Yeah, and yeah. you know he's one of these where when he talks, I think you listen, don't you? I mean, he commands the respect. Same, yeah, listen, And we we said at the, the Burnley game, he was constant in constant dialogue with the fourth official, wasn't he? Yeah. He, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't give that fourth official a second on the sideline. Mm. So just stay if you're listening. Uh, we looked into it. You can get the same overcoat, but you won't get the little. Um, Appellates on it, oh, but you can get that for seventy pounds off ASOS, <laughs> and also the little blue cards are going to be priced up for you for twenty two pounds. <laughs> so if you see a bald fella walking round looking like an Italian gangster in the paddock, yeah, like Uncle Junior, <laughs> <laughs> with a bobble hat on, that, that'll be our man from the bobblers, um, Carlo Mahoney. <laughs> I say one of the things here from a Newcastle game too, which uh, how bad the officials are. I know what you're going to say here, yeah. Right on half time. Right on half time. Did you see when we were at the break, Walcott's cleared through in his own half, so you can't give offside against them. Yeah. Go through. Imagine if that was, imagine if you had a, a curly haircut and a beard, do you think it would have been pulled up then? He has, has me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a red shirt on, I should say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, you know what I like about Angelotti as well. Um, we've talked about his quality, and there's no denying that. But um, <clears> obviously, I, I, I may have looked like some kind of weird stalker in town, and maybe it was. Uh, I nearly fainted when I see Marcel Brands walking down the street. It's like a scene off Saturday Night Fever. You know, he was, he was all you know, tail neck on man from Mill Tray. Looked, looked apart one. I, I know. <laughs> you show me the picture of us six times. I've seen it. Get me folks a little quick. My fiance was like, "Who's he?" I was like, "Marcel, it's me, Marcel." <laughs> uh, but but uh, you know, we we see in the pictures of Ancelotti mooching around Castle Street. Uh, now I don't think any any blue doesn't know because they've all been stalking him like hell that he's been staying in the Titanic Hotel off the top road. Allegedly, he walked in that day rather than getting a taxi. I walked from. The Titanic uh, into town, walked around town, got to know, you know, understands like the yeah. town and soak it up and then he walked all the way back. But that's a man making an effort for me. That's someone that, that that's taking the city in. He, he wants to smell it, wants to breathe it, wants to walk the, walk the, walk the grounds of the city. That's something we didn't know. I think uh, we've talked about it on the Bobblecast before, but some of our managers have gone before. I don't think got us. Ronald Koeman didn't get us. And I think that Carlo Ancelotti is the full package. You know, he's proven wherever he goes, he's a man of the people. The players buy into him. Cristiano Ronaldo who said he's one of the best managers you know, he's ever come across. And it's a man who's going about trying to understand the city and breathing in the culture. And he, he, he will be one of us, won't he? You know what I mean? And you can tell I, like the, I like the fact when he said um, he'd like to be there when the grounds, you know, taking us into the new grounds and that. And that, that to me, he said he's here for the long term. It's not here just... You know, for 12, 18 months, you know what I mean? He's here, the big project, yeah, yeah. Bramley Moor. So, I'm, like I said, like every blue, made up with him, absolutely made up. Yeah, it is. But, yeah. you know, go on to the, the big fella, big dunk there, who... Unbelievable, wasn't Got to give him a mention for what he's done for the club. It was a, a tear in our eyes, Absolute credit. Um, he should be given a job for life at Everton for what he's done. Um, 
Well, that was the big thing, wasn't it? Because yeah, people were saying, uh, Duncan Ferguson, what does he do? There's always a question on Twitter. Yeah. And, you know, it just shows you that sometimes Twitter doesn't necessarily... Um, he does have the possibility, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. If you listen to Twitter, <laughs> I mean, you'll have some, some people on there, don't you, that you, you, you don't know if they're on the lines up, but... But there's a posi- um, the positives of Twitter saying that obviously we it gives us the platform to, to promote the anti racism. Oh, stuff. I, yeah. But equally, you know, it's it's sometimes we need more patience because we don't know what goes on in the background too. We don't know what these people do. No. Um I mean what he what he's done as well, like in the in the, the shell space. Nice. Yeah, I mean everyone was going on we were, even ourselves we were feeling that bit of a run in, weren't we going off, you know. Yeah. And he come in at a at a typical time. And he's, he's, done really, really, he's done brilliant. We didn't really know what to expect. Is we, in all honesty, we, when we heard he was coming as the incident at the time, we were telling boys like everyone because of experience. And yeah. Ferguson, Ferguson wasn't even getting um, a mention because no. we were poor then. We were in the bottom three, weren't we? We were losing to bad teams like home and away. We were yeah. consistent. We were losing to anyone, weren't we? And when he when he was announced, he was our manager. We sort of raised our eyebrows. And Bit didn't we? Because we didn't know what to expect. Uh-huh. And to be fair to him, the uh, the first game against ages ago was the Chelsea game, was it? Like Chelsea game, he completely galvanised the whole day, and mm. you know it's genuine celebrations. Yeah, that's the way, genuine, genuine. With the, yeah. with the I don't say the people boys, with the ball boys, wasn't it? <laughs> like, that's you, isn't it? Every time you get one right. <laughs> That was a. It was great, and as you say, the way that we played too, we played with heart. We got stuck in. Plus, People, plus we're a scratch team. Both, you know, most of the games. You know, we had a lot of injuries. You know, yeah, he, he, he was forced into playing Schneiderlin, forced into playing Holgate centre mid. Yeah, and um, he he done unbelievable, unbelievable. And again, obviously going to the United game after that, wasn't it? Which again, we went. As worry going there as we have been in the past, obviously under Alex Ferguson, but um, Richie deserves a point at the very least. Yeah, you know. Yeah. The, okay, people say that we spent money. I don't think we spent anywhere near as much as the the, the top six. Mm. But um, United, are, you know, spent a lot of money on that team, and I think that we aren't that. I think we're as, as good as them. If they they're talking about getting in the top four, you know, there's not a lot of their players that. You'd really take us there, you know, like as opposed to when Alex Ferris is in charge. Mm. Oh, you know, that, that's who we've got to be able to catch first. Mm. You know, Ferguson, what you were saying, I was listening, and you were saying about um, how well he's done. Do you think, do you, obviously, Angelotti, none of us predicted we bring in Angelotti. Well, not the right time, was it? Do you think Big Dunk bought the board time there as well? Definitely. 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 Put it this way, guys. If it was Silver in charge of those games, we'd come away with no points. We wouldn't even have got to penalties in the cup. Um, so, I just think he, he's done a fantastic job. Really I, did, really did. I think also, right, that we probably would have got boys, okay? We panicked and got him. Yeah. And West Ham just got him on an 18-month contract, right? So, I don't think he'd have just said, yeah, I'm going to come to keep you up. Yeah. He'd have wanted next season, see? Yeah, on top like, of what That's what I think. Um, I was glad we hadn't got that fella down the horse, like, what was his name? Think he's up in here. So what's the target then between, you know, finishing, where do you think? I'm not getting carries away. 
you know, we're only seconds. I'd <laughs> <laughs> say that. Yeah. Well, realistically, it's, it's ten points off fourth place at the minute. I think. Yeah. But even Chelsea uh, fourth, aren't they? They're inconsistent. We beat them three one. They got beaten at home by Southampton. You know, we two. Yeah, them. yeah. But then they like Man United. They'll raise themselves for the big games and win the big games, but then lose to the lesser teams. We just gotta look at, like win each game at a time. Yeah. We're certainly gotta be looking to get in that top six now with the manager if we get more players because don't forget he, he's inherited this squad, so he needs to have add his players to this squad to get us higher up the league. But you've got to be looking <laughs> at least sixth. It, I, it, I just don't think the teams below Liverpool are consistent. There was a sign. It was nice just to see it back on the top half. Bottom of the top. It was. I, I don't know. It might, I think it was you, Al, that, that said about Silver, or, or it might have been you, Lee, about uh, being an unlucky manager. And it was interesting to see that Machine. Unlucky no fans, about him. But Machiri said in his press conference, didn't he? And uh, you know, everyone's had, had the doubts sometimes of uh, Machiri and what have you. But at the end of the day, he's, you know, he's delivering a new stadium, he's pumping money, and he, he's continuing on, you know, pushing us forward. So I, I can't he's argue. Learned. And he does seem to be learning. He was talking, and he was talking, saying that he thinks that ultimately Silva's not a bad manager. You know, he's got some talents, but he says that, you know, that he's an unlucky manager. You know, he said, you know, with far with the injuries, and he said that sometimes that you know. Uh, a lucky manager is a good chief you know and he's, what he's brought in probably is I a good chief do you I, know what I mean I think he's trying to justify his appointment there a little bit though I think Don't so I, I think so I think Silva would have messed it up somewhere along the, along the line I just don't think he's a, he's a I think he's a nice fella and, and all that. I just don't think he's a great coach like a great manager like Ancelotti yeah that. well was either the Manchester teams yeah they go for him. Well, I don't know because mm. United, United have put uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. But uh, easy for me to say. <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently, uh, Moles. Have Why won have they sacked Solskjaer? Have they? Uh, no, well, <laughs> Moles have, have, have won their first league yeah. when he disappears off to United. So, um, well, this is where did we learn? And all due respects, the big dunk who came in doing a great job. Did United cause? Solskjaer was a club legend, he won the European Cup for them. He had a great start, didn't he? Wasn't he unbeaten 14 games? Yeah, always so at the wheel. They've obviously thought this, you know, they, they took all that into consideration, that the fans are behind them. And now, the one with the heart, we're not with the head, Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So has, has Mishay been clever by a little big dunk, stopped a lot, we were unbeaten in them 3R games, would you have been able to continue that momentum? Yeah, but in, in what he's done, one of the things is what he says, which listen, actually, a Carragher say this. I don't often quote Jamie Carragher, right? About bringing a Hollywood manager with Cumin, wasn't it? Yeah, didn't work out. But he's a good manager, Cumin. Didn't get the club, did he? But Ancelotti's even bigger than he's it. Different level, and he's the different next. Le- he's the next level, and he, he's definitely top five in the world, isn't he? Really, when you, you look at his record, so look at the clubs he's managed. So we got to be aiming for what top six. I think definitely because I I honestly fear there's under the silver going down, okay? Because yeah. as ever told me, you're more pessimistic than optimistic, aren't well, you? But now we've got a top five manager, you know, we're looking to get or uh, definitely a European place. Unbeaten last five, aren't we? Yeah, unbeaten last yeah. five. Well, three wins, two draws. It's a time carry that form. Very, very you know I And good hard fixtures. I mean, yeah. you, you could even add really yeah. Leicester into that. We we match yeah. them overnight yeah, yeah. as well. So. 
you know, all we need is a few decisions from VAR and um, other teams to get decisions against them from VAR. Well, I know, yeah. Which we'll <laughs> mention later. You know, you know you say about junk as well, um, about the heart, I admit, Lee just talks about, about you know, point with the heart. Obviously, we've talked about, um, me and Mitch have reading an article from Patrick Boylan before, and he's got all Paddy Boylan's, um, you know, very statistical based article we were reading about uh, da- uh, David uh, Angelotti. And we were t- he was talking about um, how he appointed Zidane at Real Madrid because he wanted Because someone. he was an ex-Real Madrid player. And he was at PSG. Machalele. Machalele. So and, what he says was he always wanted a, um, a player, that, a former player, to mm-hmm. be honest, his, uh, his team on his, yeah. on his bench. And that's why he Back was... Backroom staff. Backroom yeah. staff. Yeah. And that's why he was made up with having Duncan Ferguson yeah. there. And do you think that, you know, maybe you actually got to use reasons that, you know, Ferguson himself, you know, I know we spoke to Ronnie Cordlass in the Blue Base actually after the game, and Ronnie spoke very well about, you know, our history, about getting, you know, getting the club and, you know, and it's a great point that Ronnie makes, you know, a lot of the time it's, it's a player that's been within the club that's actually won stuff at Everton. But obviously, you know, Mishiri's gone with the other way if he's then... Ferguson stepped backwards a bit to move forwards maybe in the long run so Dunk was the first to admit that he didn't really want the manager thing long term mm. he probably would have took it if he offered him but United maybe twisted gave Ole Gunnar Solskjaer that role and Lampard obviously got the role at Chelsea do you think and you know do you think they should have been number twos and then eventually succeeded like Sedan did with Ancelotti and do you think Ferguson might do that in the future I definitely think that, yeah. Yeah, it's a fair, it's a fair point, it's isn't it? It is a good it point. It could happen, yeah. There's a good logic behind it. I just think United are bad. I think yeah. United, we used to win things. And you're the, you're the uh, North-West teams were pulling away from them. And yeah, you go, like, from one of the best managers in the world, Mourinho. Yeah. You know, to, to, oh, to Solskjaer. Yeah, you know. yeah, to Solskjaer, yeah. So, they did, Pat, yeah, they did. Well, I can understand that, keeping Ferguson in the background for the future yeah, developing not, yeah, 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 yeah. because to be fair to him he's proved he can do it in the yeah. Premier League manager and, already and don't forget as well the last person um, who went to being a first team manager off Angelotti was Zidane mm. and Zidane won the Champions League mm. and beat our neighbours in the Champions he, League who was that? Real yeah. Madrid who did he beat? it was uh, playing red didn't he? he <laughs> was the, the goalie who's, who's gone to walk all alone on his own, has he? <laughs> and he's he's yeah, walking he on his own. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that, that shows that Angelo, um, obviously, you know, uh, Ronaldo has actually spoken to Ronaldo saying he was, he was massively looking forward to working under Ancelotti, you know, when, when he was meant, when, when obviously he joined Madrid. He obviously brought Gareth Bale there, he's got this big player pull, you know, and they, obviously when he left Real Madrid, he left him in a better place. He left him, you know, he coached his hand, brought him on. And left him in a place where he went on to then win back to back Champions League. So, so, you know, it's, so yeah. then going into going into January now, with Ancelotti in charge, yeah. Mm. If he's got money to spend, would you go for it? I can't say his name. What's it the centre half from Napoli? Cool Bali. Definitely one. You know, because you, you look at what he's done already in two games, yeah. So if say he's got money to spend there in January, where do you think we need to improve? I said two centre-halves. Yeah. I'd still go with four. I mean, we can't get the big Swede now, can we? Because he's gone to uh, Milan, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Hasn't Ancelotti said we don't want it? We don't need a striker? Yeah. 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 So I, I can understand the logic in them with the three youngsters because they're good players. 
Keane yeah. needs a chance. Yeah, he needs but a win. Charleston and DCL are our leading goal scorers. And, and don't forget, he tried to sign Keane at Napoli. Yeah. So, you know, he's he perfect person plus, to him. Plus, plus the two of them, right? Keane and um, DCL. They are like target men, they're quite strong, aren't they? Even yeah. over young lads. Big physical right? lads. Yeah. So, they are similar to Ibrahimovic a little bit. They are like physical winners, yeah. hold the ball up, do you know what I'm saying? And it's not like they're too small, uh, little like yeah. Aguero, Tevez type, you know? Yeah. So, is, would there be any point in saying Ibrahimovic? I don't know. Well, the other thing I was going to say, but I'd also like to see if... Because I, I, I do feel you need four forwards, two yes. twos, don't you, at least. If we are going to play two men up front, and play him on his own up front, I'd like to see Walcott in that, that four. Yeah. He's played yeah. there for Arsenal. Yeah. That's where he played a lot of his games for Arsenal. Well, you're next door neighbour, always says it, doesn't Yeah, he's an Arsenal he's fan. He's an Arsenal fan. He's a proper Arsenal proper fan. Arsenal fan. He's a Cockney and he still goes to the, the occasional game in the 70s. Yeah. And um, I'd like to see him up there, you yeah. know, as an option. With DCL knocking them down. Yeah. Playing play yeah. on the air. It's pace. Yeah. Pace up front. Then, so you'd it? say, what, well, centre-ass? That's what I'd say. That's what I'd say. Yeah, at least two centre-halves. But, but... Would you be happy to wait till the summer? Because I don't know if you're going to get Koulibaly in January or Zuma, are you? Yeah. You know, they're the two for me that stick out. If you're thinking big now, you're thinking on Ancelotti's level. Yeah. They're the two that stick out for me, them two. But then, if you if you can't bring players in, right, you're going to improve our position, are we then going to just say, OK, well, look, we'll come top ten. We're staying up. When Silver was there, we thought we were going down. What happened with that? Or are we happy with that? As I think it's a real open league. It's mm. a real yeah. apart from yeah. well, that, look, that pool, like you say, that pool. Yeah. This is what I've argued with, and uh, I was being to El Pivot today on Twitter, and you know I probably disagree with him a bit here, but um, I like loan signings. I think Everton like loan signings. We've always done well out of a good loan signing, haven't we? You know, yeah. going back to the days of Mikel Nadar, you know, you've you've <laughs> Landon Donovan. Um, Pina, Pina, Arteta, Arteta. You know we we've always signed uh, players short term. Zidane, Zidane. I, I, I got shut down quite quickly about saying about Giroud. Um, now not that I would sign another forward long term. I'm, I'm packed that wage bill. And there's two players going to mention. The first one would be for me Giroud. He's not getting a look in at Chelsea. He was nearly signing for us up under his misses. Didn't realise our boss Liverpool wasn't better than London. Uh, but she decided that he wasn't going to come to Everton, even though we had the deal in place, and he was even in Liverpool, apparently. But the Euros are in the summer. Giroud will be desperate to be, A, playing, which he's not even getting off the bench at the moment because Batchwai is coming off, and B, he's a capable forward who knows the Premier League and gives us a totally different option than what we've got already. And if we're playing two up top, then I think a short-term six-month loan would suit not only him, because he doesn't have his miss. He doesn't have to move his precious misses to Liverpool for six months, mm-hmm. uh, for longer than six months. That's not going to be over which. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're who's tuned into the uh, the old podcast. <laughs> but I, I think you know. I think he he would have motivation to play out of his skin for six months because he'd want to make that Euro team, and you get a product out of him short term, and you're also not buying a player for the sake of buying a player. I'd loan I'd loan Chenko to Biscuit Besiktas. Which would weigh the loan you know what I mean? It would be one for one, basically. He's going out, he's coming on a similar loan. And, you know, you get a short term product, it suits him, it suits us. And, you, you know, he's probably teach each DCL a few things, a trick or two as well. You but know. do you think the way Everton play now with the, like, the closing down the pressing, he could do that that job? Well, he's doing for France, France are world champions, and, you know. He, no, no, but you know, the, he's had 
Please me next to him and Daffy next to him. Well, like, you, well, you know, you put TCL and Moise Keane next to him. So you got three up front? No, I go two up, two up top. And I put, play, I play, not to say I play them every game, but in certain games I play Giroud and Moise Keane or Giroud and TCL next to him. I can, I can, see, I, yeah, I can see what you're saying, um, short term. Risk free. Yeah, till the end of the season, why not? You know, even to have him in the squad. Um, off, the, off the bench, maybe, but... I'll keep a diplomatic silence. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I mean, I can understand what you're saying. I, I understand because I'm saying going for the, the big speed who's even older. Right? But I think Danny's a bit of a preener for me. But, you know, we have different opinions on players. Yeah. I, I, I can understand what you're saying. He is, he is different to what we've got. But I prefer to go in the modern day with pace. We're having an argument about something that's not going to happen because Ancelotti yeah. says we're not going after the striker. Well, the low markers would be one of what we'll discuss. Yeah, I agree. And it's just something we dip our yeah. toes into. And, yeah. and there's one we've been having a bit of a debate on Twitter today. Uh, Ryan Williams uh, was talking about this and, and also El Pivot, and both both had strong opinions on it. Um, but obviously, me, me and Lee are very much in the, in the case of it's available to get it done, which is Hamas Rodriguez from Real Madrid. Now, he's been he's been under Ancelotti at Real Madrid and Bayern. Bayern Munich, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, he tried to side with Napoli, and apparently there was a rumour that, that it was part of the reason he fell out with the Napoli Chiefs there. He, he didn't get to bring Rodriguez. Obviously, Colombian captain, mm. very talented player, produced assists and goals wherever he's gone. Yeah. Unbelievable goals at times. Um, and there's talk of the that he's Ancelotti's main man, you know, and I was saying to to El earlier on, you know, he was saying he doesn't want him simply because he's not a fan of loans. I mean, I'd argue that not a big fan of loans. It's big wages and pace, and it was also Ryan Williams who said he had concern um, that you know it's a bit short sighted because he's turning twenty nine next July, and he's he's had a lot of wages, and again he questions his pace. And is Carlo Ancelotti interfering with brands and what brands are trying to bring in new players? I mean, I'll open that up to you to say what what you think. Hamas Rodriguez first, yes or no, and and do you agree or disagree what the say lads are saying on Twitter? Me personally, I'd have him one hundred percent. I think he's a class act. Um, Ancelotti, he knows his stuff, right? And he he he, he if he feels he's good enough for Everton, and he he wants him. By all means, have him. Um, all, all this about like the wages and stuff. I mean, didn't brands come in and slash the wage bill as well? Yeah. You know, so you've got you've still got players on the books at the minute, the likes of Martin and stuff like that. Standard, you know, you've big, yeah, that that Ramirez, Sanzo, still taking twenty grand. Right, so don't don't take them numbers like that's that's the final thing. Fifty mil plus two hundred grand a week. That's it won't be that. Brands will get that down anyway. Yeah. Brands will get the wages down. He'll get he'll get the the price tag down because he'll he'll go thirty mil plus. Say we finish top four, added five mil bonus. Say we get you score so many goals and assists. You know what I mean? He'll do it in a way. I mean, when Moise Keane got into Everton the first time, the the figure going round was forty mil, and didn't he get him for twenty seven mil? Yeah. So, so don't believe that straight away. For me, he's quality. We were going on the other week about um, signing young players for the future and then selling them at, when they're still young. They're still young. So whatever, whatever they need now is players here and now that that come in and do a job straight away. You know what I mean? That impact. impact straight away. I mean, for me, I'm all for it. 
And where's his club's Real Madrid by Munich? Exactly. I don't. You know, you can't. You can't turn your nose off the hammers. Rodriguez, Colombian captain as well. Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon? No, I agree. And I think I think we said earlier. Sorry, was. We haven't got a left footers attacking player no. in the team. Do you know a left footers winger, left footers mm. centre mid? I take him before you do. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about the loan market, I mean, Everton have been getting players all along since Teddy Cullen. Didn't he tips all to the loop defence in the 80s? So, I mean, the loan market is there. We've as much, much success out of it than anyone. Yeah. And you've got to, you've got to have every advantage you can. Now we're not getting him because he's only on loan. You've got to get everything to the advantage of your club. You, you, you know, you know even players like, like, like you say, Landon Donovan, coming for a couple yeah. of months, you know, even um, Manuel Fernandez coming in and he has a great like, six yeah. months at Everton and stuff like that. You've got to use it correctly, haven't you? Get them, get them to the club. playing for a contract. Get them, yeah. get them to the club That's and the, then the sell them. Because yeah. sometimes you see, if you play for a player in five years, all of a sudden he goes from a great player to an average player. And sometimes One six months... You yeah. get a product out of it. One of our best players, yeah. probably, I know you probably are um, fighters calling this, but one of our best players last year was Zuma, and he's not here now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's not even here now. And it's Sadibi. And Sadibi's on loan. No, you've got to get him signed up. Learn from the Zuma mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, imagine if, if you're not going to go on the, uh, the loan market, that's half of your market gone then, isn't it? Yeah, really. Yeah. And, and, you know, everyone's been criticising about some of the deals we've been lashing out. You know, Sandro and his five years, 120 grand. Yeah, so yeah. why shouldn't we get we, 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 we tip our toes in and think, you know, Andre Gomez, we haven't mentioned him, yeah. until the injury. Um, again, yeah. we've dipped our toes in for, well, you know, he's a good yeah, player, but can he do it in Premier League? Brought him over, there's a few question marks over him. He done it at Valencia, there was a few question marks because he... Barcelona, he didn't. He's too Most slow for the Prem. Too slow for the Another excuse, he's too slow. I can't. He's our best bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, and, and it's worked, hasn't it? You know, you know, ultimately, you've got that bad injury and you can't wait to get to, to get yeah, Andre back. back. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I think, yeah, again, not about all lucky managers, but I think Andre Gomez dictates how Everton play at times. And I think those obviously have come back stronger as well. But, but you look how well Everton's doing without effectively the best player. Mm. As a young lad, we still keep telling us when we see one game was uh, um, in what's his name, in Gambia. Kabam. Kabam. So, I mean, I. I, I <laughs> you always get that wrong, don't you? You said that was like the African capital or something, <laughs> Gambia. I'm not used to drinking water. I can't think straight. But no, but that, yeah, I mean, like. So, signings, right. Um, right, three key signings we'll have. Right, what positions? Centre back, obviously. Two centre. You're saying two centre back and a centre mid. Yeah, it depends on how quick the other lads come back. Don't I it? like the idea of Rodriguez. I must admit. Yeah. So if you brought Rodriguez in on alone, put in view of a so bar. Like, so with one centre back, well, a player right down the middle, then you'd say one yeah. centre back. The spine. One, one, yeah. Do that. So we're looking at the spine. Also, I think. But I wouldn't be disappointed if they didn't really do much in January because if you look at a bigger, if you wait till the summer. I don't mind Everton splashing out each each window on just one player or one yeah. or two players. You know, take I'll a take, take a lead. This take is a lead. where the loans do come in. Then if yeah. you do buy one big player, we'll get a couple on loan because we do need. We got injuries. Yeah, we got bit injuries to big players, and it's still got five months to go in the four months of the season to go. Isn't I, it? But what I'm saying right, is is I know take a leaf out of 
the shite book, right? Yeah. Whereas they've gone out and splashed 70, the transfer budget on a keeper, they splashed the transfer money on a centre half. Oh, don't right. they? Don't buy titles. That's <laughs> <Man City. laughs> right. no, You know, you can manage right. Rochdale, can't <laughs> 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 Jeffrey Darwin. Just a quick one on, by, on that. We'll just mention, I, I know Lee was very keen, so I like this. A few tits. <laughs> well, right. like, so I'm meant to say so, I'm honestly. We'll, 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 we'll start with one tit that's back in football. Which is uh, <laughs> Alan Pardew. He's still a tit of a man and he's back in football in fucking Holland, isn't he? Yeah, there you go. Someone has that's where he belongs. Someone has fucking employed that novice to talk about football and he was back on fucking on football on Saturday, on a football programme. People wanting to know what Alan Pardew's got to say. He's a fucking idiot, isn't he? He's back. <laughs> um, I'm talking about fucking idiots while we're at it. Paul Mason. Oh, well, well, he me. needs to fucking shut up, doesn't he? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen it. That's the other day when um, they asked him about what the fuck it's got to do with him anyway. But they asked him what he thought of Ancelotti going to Everton, and straight away he just completely dismissed it. He says uh, Ancelotti's used to managing the best players in the world. Everton will be looking at San players from no disrespect, but the likes of Swansea, Palace, Aston Villa, uh, Southampton, teams like that. And he said it's not going to work out. Now, I mean, I hope, I hope it goes with, with his last thing that he said about Richarlison. Mm. And he said Everton knew in the transfer window by signing a player for what, 40 million? 22 years old, Brazilian international. He's done it for a few months. He's been our, he's been our top scorer. Top assist last since he's been here. Um, and he plays for Brazil. And he plays for Brazil. And, he plays, and he's Brazilian international. So I don't really see his point. I mean, if you look at Everton's last couple of signings, Fabian Delph, Manchester City, they're not exactly the shittest club in the world, are they? Yeah. Uh, you've got Champions. you've got um, Moise Keane come from Juventus. You've got Dinier, Mina, uh, Gomez all come from Barcelona. So why does he think we're going? Does he? Does he think we? Does he? Has somebody not told him that we've changed director of football now? It's not Steve Walsh anymore. I just think it's another lazy opinion. It, it's it was pathetic, but uh. but the thing that got me as well was he he had a rant about Everton, saying like this not going to work and all that, and then the fella that they asked to back his arguments up was Phil Thompson. Yeah. Uh, so is it, uh, of course yeah. he's going to agree with. Another. Uh, um, but I'd I'd like to see his opinion now after you know. This was before the Burnley game, by the way. Yeah. Right? So Evan have, Evan have won two games on the bounce. Let's see if he's this confident now. Well, again, I'm doing the thing that we'll say, because we were mentioned before, is it, you know, we were talking about like Liverpool. They sound like Van Dyke. Man, from Southampton. From Southampton. Yeah. So, you know, Robertson we, from Hull. Robertson from Hull, yeah. So, what, what, so it's all right for them, but we can't yeah, do it. We can't, so it's just... What's his point? What's his point, though? I don't know who it was. I think he was jealous because he wanted them at Arsenal. That's what right? it is, yeah. yeah. And they've gone for Arteta. And, you know, we love Arteta as, as an Everton player, but... But I'm sure lots of years better. The best little Italian. We got a fancy to go. <laughs> that's a massive job. Yeah, I think that's a part of it, to be honest with you. Know, I think... He's jealous, right, that Everton have gone. Yeah. And I think there's still that thing, because he gets a lot of stick off the Evertonians with the Richarlison comments, yeah. and I think it grinds on him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just I just wanted to bring it up, because I thought, nah, you're out of order there saying that. These yeah. puns, as you say, you know, you know our opinion on these clowns, these, these no-mark puns, that you've got like, uh, 
you know, people talking about your club, you hate your club. Yeah. If I was talking about Liverpool, I wouldn't be complimentary to them. Of so course. How would you expect, you know what, you're like a great student man with no integrity, sold his story to his son when he was Liverpool's manager, mm. right? How can you listen to him? Hey, how can you listen to Carragher? Spat at a 14 year old. Wait, wait, there with Carragher. Carragher, Carragher put a, a comment the other day saying we about him. Oh, well, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, you lose a game. You have you ever spatted anyone for losing a game? A little girl. You don't do that. These pundits, right? They shouldn't be in the job. It should be fans talking about the club. Not not these yeah. these pundits talking about other other teams. Because they, they, they've got a side to it. I've got to admit, I, I, I'm a fan of Carragher in a way. I'm not. I know you're not. <laughs> I know I was not a fan at all. But he goes, I'm not being funny, but Everton haven't won nothing for years. Why don't you watch I don't get the more you think. I don't care what he was saying with the more you think. I literally, he wrote me off at that more you think what he was saying there. He shouldn't be talking, he shouldn't be this is what we were saying, that just to close it off really, about uh, your play of the season so far. It, the the year's obviously, the last game of the year. Um, but obviously this the season's probably different than you know, it would have been Dinier when I was out, but the season's slightly different. I think he's been picking up a bit of a nickel, he's still a boss player. But who's your player this season so far? From August This season. From yeah. August. Um DCL. DCL. Richardson's still doing well. And I think Mina's getting better with each game. And yeah. but again, the another lad who came in. Sadivi, once he took his chance, he took his chance. Yeah. So I don't think anyone has been brilliant, but people have got consistently better through the season, haven't they? That's what I think, that's why I look at it. There's been that many injuries. We've had three managers, yeah. haven't we, now? And it's, it's, it's only Christmas, it's isn't it? Yeah. But it's hard to say, but I want, I want, I want you to, to, to nail one to the wall. You're player of the season so far. So far? Yeah. For me, I would go with... It's a toss over Calvert Lewin with Charleston. But I'd probably go with Calvert Lewin to be honest with you. Five and five now as well. I'd go with him. I'd go with him. Yeah. yeah. Calvert Lewin. But, you know, other players have done well, but just another quick one, because coming towards the end of the year, your moments of 20, 2019, best moments. Just before I do that, Yeri Mina is my. Is your best moment? No, no, I just want to quantify him as my best player. Yeah. yeah, best mo- best moment of the year. Um, Carlo Ancelotti. Yeah. Best moment of the year. Mine was Pickford save from Salah down at the street end. Is that <laughs> last year? I'm still celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> that was December last year. <laughs> no, this year uh, Ancelotti. Yeah, hopefully, it's well, still I, a, I, hopefully, I, uh, I, I, I saw the four nil against United at home. Was it was an absolute brilliant yeah. day. Yeah. Crack and say that every goal is quality, and I showed you where we can go from where, where they're not. <laughs> the, um... So, we've got, uh, got the derby on Sunday um, in the FA Cup. There's rumours there they're going to be shifting the side around a bit. Um, yeah. Well, do the thing they'll do, which let, let's hope it's a bit better organised than the league game. Yeah. You know, I, you know some of the Absolutely horror, horror stories that we've heard. How the Everton fans were treated outside the ground and inside the ground yeah. by stewards and policemen. Um, yeah. Was it was it one same style open? Yeah. Well, one one glass of the bobblers. He's um, he, he's a he's a bit of a matter way yet. Um, and uh, you know everyone knows Barry Williams. I think. 
But uh, Barry Barry went down to, to to Africa on the air pre season. Switzerland and Germany, I think most most of the away crowd I don't know Barry Williams, but uh, he was talking about the fact that on the last away that they only had one turn style open. Um and that there were no Stuart's ownership, he said, you know, they basically palmed it off. Um obviously you spoke to Keith uh, Mullen, um who who's talked about the issue before, I think, when I've I've read up on it. Um, but Barry was saying that you know, and other people have said that he, he just felt like he wasn't treated really with, with a lot of dignity. You know, when he would do walk down from County Road, so they asked for you know they asked for a, I think BT reported that Everton fans didn't want to go in because he they didn't want to hear you never walk alone. Well, it's not the case, you know what I mean? It's ridiculous. It's still going to hear that outside the ground. Right? Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Everton fans were just trying to get into the game. Um. If anything, we've been, you know, the biggest backers of Liverpool over the years for that, you know, for Philip and stuff. And it's half and half flag last you know, game, didn't it? Yeah, you know, it's a family derby. My family were in Hillsborough as Reds, me, my uncle and, and my cousin, so there's not there's not an issue at all with that. Uh, they were just trying to get into the game as fans. But apparently the, the, the thing that Liverpool have put in place is that they've got to go to the game. They're going to do the walk down an hour and a half before the, an hour and a half before the game starts. So like like the the lads have said, they said he said, Are we supposed to get into the game an hour and ninety minutes before the game even starts? To stand in the cold well, of a night, you it's know. It's, it's a bit unreasonable, isn't it? It's a day out for their fans, the tourists, aren't they? But most Evertonians are from Merseyside, aren't they? So yeah. it only takes us half an hour to get to the grounds anyway. It's it, absolutely it, from your house, it's ridiculous. It's not either I, I got told by the lads who, who actually said to the policeman inside he makes this, it's it's chocolate block out there. The policeman goes, you know, come here. He threw him out at me, yeah. He says, let's see your ticket. Got his ticket, walked to the door and threw him out. That's absolutely mm. scandalous. I, I think that... Disgusting. And he's improving, you know. And I, There's no getting away from it. It's a family derby. We're, we're, you know, I know a lot of... Well, it suits them. I know, well, I know, but we, we all know a lot of good reds as well. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of good... Uh, well, a lot of our mates who are good reds, um, and I just hope it improves, and it can't go on like it is, and I don't think that really is a reasonable thing to do, to, to march us down an hour and a half before the game, and sho- shove us in 90 minutes in the coals, into, you know, it, 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 it's bad enough being there for 90 minutes, you don't want an extra 90 minutes before, do you? <laughs> no. do you? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, why would you want to stand there? Watching all them sing from the hymn sheets, all the all the songs. Yeah. Hey. It's it, it's not a good situation. I think the club have obviously made they've opened dialogue and it's not working. And I think they need to to readdress it because that isn't sufficient. And once that one turn start isn't sufficient, you know That's they, they, they know they know there's going to be a massive walking, so they need to they need to be on it. They need to be fast on it, and you know Everton fans like a bevy before the game. We all go local to the pubs, so they know we're going to be turning up. One turn style and a, a bit of a token well, effort. We're more local than their fans, that's the problem, because they get away with it when it's coaches coming in from other parts of the city, yeah. from other parts of the country. But it only takes you half an hour to get to their ground, doesn't it? Yeah. So that's the problem. Do you want us to get there for an hour and a half before the kickoff? Yeah, it's not reasonable, that. It's just Absolute not feasible. Ridiculous. Right, yeah. it's it's closing anyway. It's uh, we don't want to do more than an hour there. We'll have to give you two recordings. But uh, I hope you've enjoyed it anyway. We've I think we've addressed a lot of issues there. We've probably cut yours on some of the ones we're looking at. But um, one thing we just want to close down on is two things. I reckon we'll be city. I reckon we'll be city. 
So do I. <laughs> <laughs> and just we'll leave you with this closing force. And, it, you know, you need to think long and hard about this. It, it, it's not, you know, it, 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 it's something that you need to take away, think about. Might go to sleep tonight, maybe after listening to this. But fucking Alan Pardew is a fucking <laughs> absolute tit of a man. And we're going to have to fucking listen to him even more now that he's in football again. <laughs> <laughs>